Hello and welcome back to the Agritech Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Crippling Sense of Inadequacy, Jay, and joined as always is my co-host, the ever-present foreboding feeling of existential dread, Z. How are we doing today, Z? Didn't you already do that one? No, I didn't do that one. You sure? It's on my list. I have are a you list. positive? I remember. I'm sure you literally did that like two mm-hmm. weeks ago. It was a different one. It was about your parents not loving you. All that right. was what you're thinking of. Fair it's right. similar. I will give you that. All right. But it's not the same. I, I'd remember. That's true. You think me to be a fool? They all blend together. Yeah, they're all kind of just sad. I mean, yeah. they, they're getting pretty good. I gotta think of new ones. I mean, when they just hit just so close to home, <laughs> I think it just reels me a little. Yeah. Do you think people like them? I don't know. If anyone they listen, like they, they would. Yeah. <laughs> Some will tell us. Tell us if you like them or don't. If you have suggestions, tell me. I probably won't do them. Probably won't change regardless. Yeah. If you, I don't know. We're at like seven in. It's a bit of a pattern. It'd be weird if we just stopped doing them now. Yeah, it might might ruin the continuity of the shot. All right. So we just watched James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's, I, I almost Let's keep that. our English together, shall All we? Right. Okay. Forget one apostrophe. I don't know. All right, Jack, so what did you think? I thought it was very good. I, I thoroughly really enjoyed liked it. it. Yeah, it was real good. I know. Probably. I remember when we were talking about it earlier, I saw quotes that Margaret was like, this is probably the greatest superhero movie, one of the best superhero movies. And I was like, is it? But then you rightfully pointed out that I mean, James Gunn made Guardians of the Galaxy, and both of those are really good. So yeah. why wouldn't this one be? At this point, I'm kind of sick of every superhero movie that comes out is the best superhero movie. Um, That's how they do movies. We, she said that a couple, like a week or two ago, though, right? Yeah. And I think I told you at the time we were talking about it. It's like she's gonna say that because it's her movie, and that's fine. Like I'm not like good on her. I think it is very good. Like it's it's probably in the stratosphere of that. Oh yeah, it's certainly in. It's the, certainly the best DC movie ever. I made. was gonna say maybe early to say, but it's probably the best DC movie, maybe ever. Um, yeah. I guess other than like maybe the Dark Knight. Love the Dark Knight. I don't even. Eh, but those right, are we'll those get into it. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good. It's it's yeah. It's especially of like the modern like whatever they call it from Man of Steel onward. The yeah. DCEU. I, I don't think not even call it that though. Like internally, I think Warner Brothers has a problem with that. But fuck them. They have a problem with everything. Yeah, it's the best of those, for sure. One hundred percent, a significant margin. It's so I guess we rightfully so. It's going to draw a lot of comparisons to the other one, right? The David Ayer Suicide Squad from twenty sixteen. Um, and in a lot of ways, it is. It's not dissimilar, is it? No, I mean it's it's. I mean it's it's the same premise. I was just going to say, yeah. Actually, in a lot of ways, yeah, it's very similar. Like. If any, if I have a, if I had like one big problem with it, it's probably that is that like a lot of it is very familiar ground, um, to cover. In some ways, I guess it's inevitable, like doing a, another Suicide Squad movie so so soon. Yeah, and but and kind of rebooting it in a way. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess though it's it's much more of a reboot than I would have anticipated because yeah, it is a very similar premise. Not just that it's a Suicide Squad movie, but like it's a essentially it's a big monster they're going to fight and like. I don't know, but it, it hits a lot of similar uh, story beats. Um, all the the members are much better in this, and they're all... Well, I, I guess not all, but most of them are more fleshed out. The ones who are actually in the movie. Yeah, um, not, not at the beginning. Cause it, I mean, yeah. obviously spoilers. Yeah. Major spoilers. A lot, Like James Gunn said, <laughs> and it's true, it was where a lot of char- almost all the uh, characters die. I feel like every week... We don't say spoilers until we've already spoiled something. <laughs> we, uh, this time we didn't. Actually, we, we didn't actually spoil anything. Well, I kind of... Oh, yeah. Not directly. Yeah. We just say a lot of the characters there, but that was kind of par for the course. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. It's, like, everyone dies. So, yeah. There are, like, five who don't. Five people don't die. 
It's four, well, right? No. Well, I, there are actually three people that oh, die. I guess. Because two of them are monsters. Are Because the five the five that survive are Harlequin. Oh, Weasel. Weasel. Yeah, I was trying to... King Shark. Also, technically... Ratcatcher and Bloodsport. It's only Peacekeeper. Oh, yeah, you know, Peacekeeper's... Are, you're right, you're right. I forgot um, about him. But yeah, so... The characters are definitely better and more fleshed out, but the premise is similar. Like, they're going into a place to get a... Stop a big monster. That's actually kind of very similar. Um, big monster kind of has, like, oh, powers. I was going to say... Well, yeah, that... Yeah. And it has, like, turned the inhabitants into, like, their own army. Like, that literally happened in the last one. Yeah, they turned the Enchanters had, like, a... Mo- yeah. So, um, at least see, I guess like it's, I guess it's not his fault. I mean, he could have, we're going to nitpick the movie, you know, cause it's a nature, this type of thing. We did very much like it. Just yeah. We, we thoroughly enjoyed but this yeah, movie. I, I feel like he probably could have done some of that. And I guess it's not necessarily his fault. Like, cause that's a good premise for a Suicide Squad movie. If this had been the only one, it'd be great. It's only because we got one. You know, not five years ago that it's kind of like oh, this. This feels a little like samey because it does. It like almost it, oh yeah, it's the same beats exactly. I, mean, I I remember at the time when this movie was announced, thinking like, man, they're gonna do another one. Like, it seems pretty quick. And while this is much better, and I guess I can't complain. Like, I really enjoyed it. I, I after seeing it, I can't like I can't disagree with that. I still think that holds true. Is that it's probably a little too soon for it. But yeah, the characters are way better. I will say, Bloodsport is kind of just a good dead shot. Yeah, 100% he is. Which, like, I remember when he when Idris Elba was cast for this movie, uh, the the rumor at the time was that he literally was just recasting Deadshot. Deadshot. He was just replacing Will Smith in that role. And while he didn't, <laughs> he also kind of just did. Yeah, they all, I mean, essentially, Deadshot, Bloodsport, and Peacekeeper. I mean, they make a joke in the movie of, like, them all having kind of the yeah, same backstory. Because that like I mean, that's that's one of the big things I guess I'll mention is that like it's just a funny movie. It's just very no, funny. yeah, okay. So yeah, that's definitely the one thing. Again, we're gonna be nitpicking it, but it does comedy infinitely better than the 2016 one in that it does comedy comedy at all, <laughs> at all for the most part, or like um, any like most of the comedy in the 2016 one just comes from Harley Quinn being like weird and goofy. Yeah, and it's, like Kevin well, Boomerang being just, an Australian man. It's not funny, I guess. He did try. Credit where credit's due. It's not like it's a totally like lifeless film that he tried to be overly dark. Although it is overly dark palette wise. Yeah, it's it, like it's, color. Yeah, it's um, at night in a weird stormy building. Like it's yeah. But he does try it. comedy. David Ayer does to his credit, but it's not. This definitely lands better. And this is more comedy for sure. It's comedy through and through. It's yeah. it's got a very similar tone to like Guardians or something. Yeah, literally I mean, just Guardians. I mean, it is James Gunn. Yeah, course. we're probably gonna draw a lot of comparisons to that as well but I, again the characters are way better even if some of them are similar like obviously harley is just harley i think she was pretty good in this movie she's yeah, just, i think so too at this point literally like one of the like mainstays of the dceu like yeah she's oh yeah she's got her own i mean she's got that animated show she's in she's got her own movie well that's not that's not margot robbie harley quinn well, but I mean, that's the character. I just mean in the DCU here. But oh, yeah, just of okay. course. Harley yeah. Quinn's very popular nowadays. Well, she's, she's been popular since her inception. But now she's a good guy. I mean, yeah, she's been a good. Well, she's also been a good guy for a good while too, right? And now she's like works with Batman and all. I mean, that. the Suicide Squad has essentially just been good guys for a good while now. But and recently, in the comics, Superboy's joined the team. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying is, is Margot Robbie in particular, like Margot Robbie, her iteration of the character Harley Quinn is now in. Max is out of town. She's in what? I guess this is only her third movie. Well, now it seems kind of weird to say. 
I mean, oh. yeah, it's yeah, a little bit. She's mentioned in Batman v Superman. Or no, in um, Justice League. Just she is. Yeah, she's like good. I match. hate that scene. I hate I, that scene. That's so the best part much. of it. Well, that that part. Now, see, we're getting off track, and this is a whole other the way Snyder rant. <laughs> is a whole different thing. Uh, you know what? We're not even going to get into it. Batman's I'm, little rant in that scene is, is hilarious. It's <laughs> not great. Un, 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 but not that part is interesting. The idea of, like, hey, Harley Quinn was, like, good, and she was, like, my friend, and you're the worst. No, there's too much. I, I think there is. I think there's too much context. There's too much unseen context to that scene. Well, they try to. Well, right. They try to not give you the content like they it's it's a lot of uh t- telling not showing right yeah it's just exposition that whole scene but whatever you're right probably need to get super into that but anyway i, I mean that's one of the i mean just his mo- film i think is obviously just definitively better than david ayers even his cut even his his big cuts he's always talking about yeah we'll probably would, get to that. would probably be better because this movie just has color and like takes yeah, place during the day in like a spanish thing. latin american thing so there's like a lot of bright colors and whites and you know, there's the jungle and stuff. Like, there's a lot of, like, different palettes he uses. And I think... Like, James that rain Gunn, scene as well. Yeah. I think James Gunn has a better handle on what the Suicide Squad is. Um, if only in that he kills some of them. And not, like, in the David Ayer one, which is one of them runs away and gets their head blown off. Which is par for the course for a Suicide Squad movie. You gotta have at least one. Or a Suicide Squad story, I should say. Um, but the only other one who dies in that movie is... El Diablo, who, like, sacrifices himself heroically at the end. Yeah. Which is all well and good. But, like, this one is obviously full of... Deaths. Deaths. Like, very unceremonious deaths by this squad. Because that's, like, the whole point. Is that they're, they're not meant to be heroes. They're right. just doing the dirty it, work. The whole premise of what the Suicide Squad is doesn't really work if none of them die. Because then they're just... The squad. They're just, like... The Avengers, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like if they're no, but really, like if they just come together and they're like a plucky team who like makes it out and they're all good guys in the end or whatever, then there's nothing to distinguish them. The whole point of the Suicide Squad is that they die, they, like, or they do, or they do bad things. They do bad right, things that, and they die, right? Of course, but I just mean like they are sh- expendable. That's the whole point. And if you don't actually show them being expendable, it doesn't work. And this does because he obviously kills the overwhelming majority of them, even what, like some of the ones that I thought were going to stick around. I was going to say like in the opening. He kills half of them off the bat. Like, they like they land. Like, Rick Flag and Harley get a team of, like, a bunch of people. But, I mean, a lot of them are kind of throwaways. Like, Pete Davidson's character and Mongol and Arm Fall Off Boy. And Mongal. Mongol, thank you. Mongal, thank you. You're right. Uh, and Savant and all those guys. And Weasel. Um, and, obviously, those guys are like, well, I don't really know them, so they're probably going to die. But Captain Boomerang's there. I was like, oh, he'll probably live. Yeah. That and then he just dies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess he just got rid of him which you know that that didn't surprise me that they killed but probably just to have to develop the new characters because like they only keep harley around and rick flag around and they actually don't keep him around he dies yeah we'll see yeah because after the the disastrous beach landing scene there he doesn't kill anyone until like he doesn't kill anyone else until after the the halfway point after star was released um it's when the rest of them start dropping so like he kind of lulls you in because you're like oh they killed, they killed half of them. Surely they're, they're they're probably done. And then no, they they just they keep dropping. Even like again, the ones who have actual like character, like Polka Dot Man, or yeah, because again, or Rick. I, and, I, and not to tear into David Ayer too much or whatever. We don't want his fanboys on us apparently because he's got some of those too now. But 
I'm gonna go show DC fanboys. A lot of his, none of the characters in that have any depth, no. other than maybe Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, maybe. Deathstroke, or not Deathstroke, Deadshot. But none of the other ones. Whereas in this one, they all have depth, and it's not all like it's not all masterful necessarily. But there's like, there's like a layer great. to them. It's, there's something to them. It's, it's better than nothing. Let's put it like that, right? Yeah. Like sure, Ratcatcher too. Her thing is she literally like exposits to you she does a little monologue she just tells your entire life but she does it and you get stuff and, and, like, and it kind of develops something. and then it yeah. like calls back to it at the end yeah. and it like develops you know actually i really like that yeah, yeah touch on her i guess we should let's talk about the main one so so the main team so like we said Bloodsport. he's kind of just dead shot really like he was fine your show was good he's he's funny for the most part i think his best joke was when <laughs> peacemaker was what, is he, what did he say? He's like, no one likes to be explained or whatever. Or like, oh, he doesn't like anyone. Sh- he's like, no one likes to show off. And he's like, he does if they're fucking sick or anything. It's cool. And he's like, and then he's like fuck, fuck you, you're right. right. <laughs> I think I, my, that was a good joke. My favorite joke of like Peacemaker and him together was um, when Menorah meets him and she's like, everyone's picked for their own unique skills. This is Peacemaker. He any we- anything's a weapon in his hands. He was trained by his father. He's like, wait, are you are you he, fucking with me right are you now? Joking? He's doing. The, he, he's the same thing I do. And they, he goes, no, I sh- I shoot close to the center because my bullets are smaller. And they kind of call back to it. Which oh, I think that is was funny. Excellent. Which is a great call. That was like that's the type of thing that I mean, not to pump his brakes or pump him up too much here, but I don't know. I feel like that's the type of thing James Gunn's good at, right? It's like that was a joke. That called back to like an actual scene at the end of the movie. That was important. And like it was just a funny banter of them just being idiots, just like dick measuring. And then at the end when it happened, I was like, that was fucking sick. Oh yeah. Like that was so cool. It he was, did have smaller bullets. He literally had the smaller bullets and he won. He won. Like that was cool. Like that's, that's the type of stuff he's good at. It's like his movies have heart and they're funny and like all together. And he, he obviously loves family. He's always talking about family in his movies. There's not so much of that in this one, but like they're, they're tight yeah. at the end. Kind of, um, it's really the family, really, just Ratcatcher and um, Bloodsport. So I guess I'm, I'm dogging on him a bit for being very similar to Deadshot's character, but he, I should say, he's better. Oh, like, He's better than Will Smith's Deadshot, so he gets to win. If anything, again, it almost feels like unfair to this movie. Like, I wish this one just was first and just was the only one. Because then Cause it'd be untainted yeah, by this. Nothing but praise. Um, Harley, I, I don't know. I, I kind of th- thought she would do a little more in this one. Um, I was glad she didn't die, at least. But, yeah. Because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know, maybe she's already had her fill, and maybe she'll die. I'm glad she's not dead, so she could return. Um, In other movies. Because I think, yeah, I think Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is is one of the most enduring parts of the DCU at this point. Oh, definitely. Uh, Whatever of it remains that is. The the shambling mess Um, that it is. I mean, you wouldn't know, because you've refused to watch Birds of Prey, apparently. I just didn't have any interest in it, man. Okay, all right. But she's cool, so I'm I'm glad... Don't, don't go on. What do, you, right. what do you want him to say? I don't know. Nothing. I, don't even, the movie. I didn't even want you to bring it out. <laughs> yeah, you did. You wouldn't have, would you? But fuck. You're editing this one, too, so I can't even cut it out uh-huh. if I wanted to. Um, so she's... I guess... So I guess that's probably why she isn't in it as much. Because she had her own movie, and she was also in the other one. Um, yeah. So I can't complain too much. Oh, we didn't have Jared Little Joker with damage on his forehead. That was <laughs> yeah. real good. I'm, I was very glad that she killed the president... In that scene when she did, because we watched it together, obviously, and I, I was telling you, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like this. Like, really? She's like, she's just going to fall in love. Like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of lame. Yeah. I mean, I don't usually put up too much of a guff about this kind of stuff, but I was like, this is kind of lame. For Harley Quinn's character in particular, not just that she's, like, a woman or whatever, but, like, her character in particular, 
is all about her shitty relationship with the Joker. It's, it was a big part of Suicide Squad. It was a big part of Birds of Prey. So it seemed, it did seem weird. But backwards. For, yeah, it seemed like such a regression. So then when she literally was like, no, I, I do know, like, I have learned from my mistakes and whatever. I thought that was really cool. No, I liked, I liked when she um, uses her, like, acrobatic skill to, like, break that guy's neck and then yeah. steal the keys and, like, unlock herself with her feet. That was super yeah. cool. And then she breaks herself out. Man, you know what other movie has scenes like that? It's almost like she has her own, like... Like the Prestige? A, like a solo movie, almost? That is almost just Harley Quinn. I wish they did, Zach. I'll mm. never know. Yeah, me too. Well, but no, I agree. That was cool. When she was shooting all the guys in the hallway. It's a little spin action. Super cool. She's got the javelin. I like that she was like, what? What did I use the javelin for? <laughs> See, again, that was very good. Because it, like, that was actually almost the opposite of the other thing. You, this whole movie, she's like, well, I gotta figure out what, what did he give me the javelin for? I think the real answer is that he was just dying. We just like I gotta say something. Yeah, exactly. Clearly, because he didn't know he wouldn't. He didn't know that Starro was gonna be there. <laughs> he didn't know. So like that was just fun. The whole time she's like, I gotta know. And then like when she's like, I gotta listen to God. It's because she's just crazy. She's yeah. just an insane person. And so at the end, she <laughs> she just jumps in his eye with it. It's like that almost was the reverse. It's like it started as I don't know. I guess it's the same kind of thing. I guess it, it still was a joke, though. Like, there there was no conclusion to that. In her head, she was like, ah, I, I cracked it. This is what it was all about. But it really wasn't. Like, that was yeah. nothing. That yeah, was nothing. You just kind of figured out for yourself. Yeah, having to be a big, giant monster there. It's pure happenstance that that even worked. I, yeah, I, I expected it not to work because it's just a javelin. Yeah, me too. Like, I thought his I was, eye would be thicker than that. No, but she got right in there. And all the rats got in his eye. It was... Oh, I do not like all the rats. <laughs> the imagery of all those rats running over people and killing them and running up Starro and into his eye. I was like, yeah. this is grotesque. I do not like this. So, I liked Ratcatcher, but... Well, let's, yeah, let's talk about Ratcatcher, too, then. Um, I enjoyed her character. She was nice. Yeah, she's cool. I like that she makes friends with King Shark, even though he tries to eat her. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought her and Polka Dot Man were going to kind of have a thing. And she was going to kind of help him be not so crazy. But then he just kind of died. Well, like, as you said... <laughs> literally like seconds after he died we're watching it because he goes i'm a superhero and then he gets smushed you're like oh yeah uh well he he resolved his trauma yeah his arc was done so they're like accurate and now you're done (laughs) (laughs) we got your thing done i don't want to play with you anymore but that's kind of makes sense because i when we were watching i was like oh okay polka dot man is gonna use his powers to dissolve starro and win yeah i think that's probably why i mean not that it ended up being much longer after that anyways i mean Instead of Polka Dot Man just using his powers to beat her, Ratcatcher, yeah, she just used her powers to beat him. So it kind of, ha- I mean, it happened like a minute later, anyways. <laughs> but maybe you're right. It's like it would have been too easy if he just dissolved, dissolved him with his weird space, space fires, just all the way dead. They um, also, I also want to mention, talk about. No, we're talking about Ratcatcher right now, so we'll keep it on Ratcatcher. Yeah. Um, Taco Waititi's Ratcatcher one and does heroin and dies and uses rats for warmth. Horrifying. That was horrifying. I hated that. That's so what it was gross. supposed to be. So he done that really well too. Um, this is kind of like he's got uh, some of his older movies are kind of weird and gross and a bit much. And like that's almost kind of the type of attitude that got him canceled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Was like, well, yeah, like those tweets which were like edgy and like oh, yeah. obviously kind of gross. Because that's what Jeff Gunn used to do. That's kind of what he's about more back in the day. Now he's like. Chiller, got that Marvel. But money. it came out a little more in this one, in this movie, because he just had King Shark fun. eat people, yeah, just, or ripping people in half, or that, or that scene. It also, it just gets kind of dark, like when they kill that entire camp of people because they think Rick yeah. Flag is being captured, and they go, yeah. "Okay, why well, didn't nobody tell me you were here?" Yeah, and they're like, "The oh. way everyone dies in the beginning." 
Um, the the weird like lab with the oh, yeah. fucking with the Starro victims. Star Starro. Um, where they break. Got the one with no legs. And oh, they got the, the one, one with his face ripped off. And they yeah. got the organs. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. It's really gross. Oh, a lot or of even that. the thinker. Like, all the things in his brain. But yeah, the rat stuff is that, too. On the one hand, it's like, the rats are good. They're on our team. Like, They're Sebastian's like pretty guys. cool. He's got the little vest on. I love him. He's so cute. He waves. Yeah. They were kind of gross. And that scene in particular, I, I wasn't as bothered by the rats as you for the majority of it. Um, but that scene got us bothered. <laughs> I was like, oh. when Yeah, when they cover them like a blanket. Horrific. Yeah. Horrifying. Did he sleep in the street and he does heroin? Because when she was like, when he was like, why do you love rats so much? She's like, why do you hate rats so much? I literally said to you, I was like, because they carry disease. Because like, they're we, gross we have animals. a reason we hate rats. Yeah. <laughs> but then I did like at the end when Taiko Atiti was like, they're, they're rats. Like, everyone hates them and they're they're awful. Um, but if they have purpose, we all do. And I was like, and that I was like, is actually good. really nice. Which I think is why... She gets the kill for Starro. Like, yeah. she gets to overwhelm him. Because, like, if Pokemon Man just kills him with space viruses, it's not really, like... Oh, okay, he he was the strong... He's, he and King Shark are the strongest, like, quote-unquote. Yeah. So... Although, King Shark may have been <laughs> the most useless. <laughs> yeah. The man who always... Like, him. We I need him. him. We need him to get in. He was good. He was kind of nice, because he was kind of, like, dumb and just, just kind of friendly. Well, kind of friendly. To them. Yeah. And, like, he was just kind of, like... They a, had, like, a cool name. Like, yeah. a weird, like, N- Nanawe or something. Yeah. Um, but he was almost useless. When they're, like, he's the strongest member of your team. No, he's not. In what metric? He's more I of mean, a maybe more... he can bench press the most, <laughs> but... <laughs> he's the most durable, because he <laughs> falls from a yeah. building and then gets shot. He was shot. almost indestructible. They shot him a bunch, and he never... It didn't even pierce his skin. skin. So, I guess he's real strong in that sense. But, yeah, he's not the most powerful by any means. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the most strong in the way, like, the Hulk is the most strong. But the Hulk is not the most powerful Avenger. Yeah, he's not, yeah. He's not the most useful. The, the Polka Dot Man can dissolve things with Polka Dot Virus. Yeah. Space oh, Virus. So now, okay, let's do Polka Dot Man now. So I, right. I looked up, so the, the background of why Polka Dot Man is picked, James Gunn has come out and said, at least, I think he, for this guy, he said, I'm going to pick the dumbest, what is the dumbest comic book character that exists? And he said, Polka Dot Man, he's the dumbest I one. I think he's wrong, though. I think Kite Man is dumber. I, think I don't Wheel know. Man I think from Kite Marvel. Man is on level, probably. And Wheel Man I from... I think the other, one of the other characters in this movie is dumber. The f- Arm Fall Off Boy. Yeah, Arm Fall Off Boy is dumber than Polka Dot Man. Because Polka Dot Man, you could do well. Like, they didn't. <laughs> but, like, oh, the spot, right? Yeah. That's a different Batman villain. Uh, it's, it's different, so, like, you can't. But you, if you did something to that effect... Of, like, you throw the spots and they're, like, portals and shit? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, what the thing with Polka Dot Man is, in the comics, is that all his uh, Polka Dots are just, like, trick Polka Dots that just do different things based on their colors. Like, one sets things on fire, and one does electricity and stuff. But in this one, they just give him, like, a disease, um, just I, which, like, makes him grow these weird, like, tumors on his face, and then he has to release. Yeah. I don't know if he's pissing or something. It's real strange. He probably just put him on his arms like he did yeah, any probably, other time. Yeah, right? he probably just like puts his hands out. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah. And they kind of make like his mom. I mean, it's interesting that his mom just like killed all his brothers and sisters just wanted to be a superhero. Yeah. They don't do much as much with him, though. No, not really. I, thought I mean, he does come him. to think where he's like, I am a superhero. So like he has that moment. But he just that's got- weird because that's what his mom wanted, not what he wanted. Yeah. So I don't know what that's about. And then he does die. In, like so. gets smushed. 
he is like probably like third or fourth, like or I guess fourth or so in terms of like development, but probably down there. Yeah. Peacemaker doesn't really change at all. He gets obviously a lot of play though. He does. Yeah. He's he's pretty interesting. I like. He's pretty funny. I couldn't tell. It seemed like he kind of went back and forth between like the serious. I guess maybe this is the joke. I, like when it's easy, he's like, "Oh, I'm serious." But then, like eh, as soon as you kind of give him any guff, it, that facade just breaks. He'll just be like, he'll just be whining with the rest of them. Yeah, like just petty. Like, um, but Peacemaker was a similar kind of thing. I mean, obviously, again, they had their own little like dick measuring contest there. Because he walks out of his cell and he's all like, I'm tough, I'm no, yeah, at your service, ma'am. And then as soon as, he's like, oh, uh, my bolts are smaller. No, I'm cool. <laughs> my bolts go through your bolt holes, they don't even touch the sides. And, um, and they're making fun of King Shark. They're like, oh, he, what is he, trying to read a book upside down? I didn't yeah, think it was funny. That when, was funny. Oh, I did, that was funny when they get Polka Dot Man out of his cell and Calendar Man calls him a pussy. <laughs> yes, that was very funny. The cameo of uh, Sean Gunn as Calendar Man. He's like, hey, you fucking pussy, you got Polka Dot on my... Daughter's birthday party. <laughs> That's good. It just it was fleeting, obviously, and like it's nothing called to it. But he's got the he's got the months written across his head. Yeah, so around the circle. He's, he's calendarman. He's always easy for Batman to catch in the comics because Batman just figures out what day he's talking about. Yeah. There's only so many holidays and like special days he can do. Right. It's like, oh, a day that falls in December. He's like, is it Christmas? And he's like, well, maybe it's Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be kind of Saturday. There's to say about King Shard. He doesn't do much. I guess Peacemaker. I I will say I was kind of surprised that he was just kind of bad. I mean, I guess I should have should have got that from his like idea. the trailers. Like, yeah, yeah when, he, when he says he's like, I'd kill. I I want peace, and I'd kill every man, woman, and child. I don't to care get how it. many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. And then Record is like, I thought you were crazy, and Pokemon's like, I am the crazy one. And so like, I guess I that should have no, but he's just bad. Um, and that's kind of interesting for his show. That he's just like crazy, but like crazy just in a shitty way. Yeah, it's that an- he obviously. I mean, he does make a good point though when um, they get to the lab and Rick's like, "I gotta, I gotta get this out." He's like, I "Can't let you do that." Like Amanda told me to stop you and destroy this and like stop anyone who tried to. Um, which I don't know why Rick Flag's doing that. Like they kind of like again this movie. Rick Flag does the same thing twice because in the first one, yeah, he he's like, "What is Amanda doing to me? Why am Why am I stuck here? I don't like the government. I want to team with the Suicide Squad." Yeah, they're my I, friends. Like I said, uh, I don't know. Because yeah, I, a lot of it is just like very natural to put in the su- a Suicide Squad story as as a movie like this. So you can't fault it too much, but at the same time, you're just like, shit. Wish we just got it in the better version. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, is kind of weird. It's like, why is he still part of it after the last one? Also, like I said to you, like, why are they making him do it? Yeah. He's like a colonel. It does. It, a lot of his stuff doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense. But he's like some kind of special forces colonel. I don't know why he's still on the ground if he's a if he's a full bird colonel. But that's beside the point. Also, he's very young to be a colonel. But but all that aside, it's like why are they making him do this? Yeah, do all he's this. just a good guy. He, like he's an American hero. Yeah, he's like an American soldier. Like why are they making him do like weird special ops? He's like a war hero. And they're like you have to babysit all these super criminals. Yeah, these that you don't have any powers though. So if they wanted to kill you, they just could. And, like, and because, like, if King Shark wanted to eat Rick, he could just do it. And then Amanda wouldn't be able to stop him because they're not, they're, they have to unlock that box to kill them. Because the Suicide Squad, they live up to their name, obviously. As per this, a lot of them die. He dies. Yeah, he literally, so he, 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 kills very, them. he very clearly could have died at any point. 
Because he did. He did. And he was just a good guy. He, he doesn't deserve that. He's not the one with the bomb in his neck. He's the one who can just say no and walk away. In the last movie, they had it because he loved... The a, woman. Enchantress or whatever. That was why. Right? But at this point, it, it, what makes it seem as though, like, he's he's been, he's done a ton of missions. Because him and Harley are friends. Yeah. They could have gotten tight in the, in the interim. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Rook was my friend. I really liked him. I'm crazy. But he's, like, pretty chill about it nowadays. He's like, hey, guys, let's go do a mission. He's, he's let us less uh, uptight than he was in the last one. Yeah. So yeah, it's strange that why they're making him do it still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, was, I guess we should talk about Starro. We didn't really talk about him at all. Right. I think it's stuff to say, right? I don't really. I'm not familiar with Starro. So Starro, um, the Conqueror, actually has like a pretty long history. He's one of. He's very much in the same line as Kang. Where I mean, we didn't think we tied back to Marvel, but I did, and it's natural. Um. Where he's kind of obscure, unless you read the comics. I'm mean, obviously now people probably know him more because right. he's in a movie. Uh, but he's actually the first villain of the Justice League. Like the first issue of the Justice League um, is them well, fighting Starro. Like oh yeah, it's just them fighting Starro. So he's a very you say the ju- of the Justice League. You mean the Justice League or like the Justice Society? No, I mean the Justice League. Like the first time Superman, actual, Batman, Wonder Woman. Justice. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, so he's like the first villain. Were you surprised that he died? I that they just killed it. Wasn't super surprised that he died okay. because he's he's so big at this point he would have taken over the world and there's no real Justice League, you know it's not like a comic book you know yeah. where they can like do justice they can like do a Starro story put Starro in the Suicide right. Squad and be like okay but now in the Justice League they're gonna actually deal with Starro because they deal with him a lot that's actually kind of a problem with the either of the Suicide Squad movies actually <laughs> they deal with <laughs> really... that they take place in the in this connected universe supposedly why don't the actual superheroes just show up. Well, I mean, in da- to give David Ayer any credit, in this one, Superman's dead. So the the team... Is he? Yeah. That's why they start doing the Suicide Squad, because Superman isn't around. Because that movie starts with Amanda Waller, like, the funeral of Superman. Oh, the David... Of course. Yeah, the no, David you're Ayer right. One. That is a, That is true. But in this one, they just go, yes, Bloodsport... Batman's put- still around, though. Batman's in that movie. <laughs> he is in that movie. That's true. But you're right. Superman is the, is the big one. Because, like, Batman is almost on par with a lot of these... Guys, guys capability and, wise, and the Flash hasn't really been shown. The yeah, Marshman. The big one's like, Superman though, because Superman should be alive at this stage, I suppose. Yeah, I guess it. No, whichever Justice League is canon, he's still alive. I don't even know which one is canon. He's, st- he's still alive. He's alive. He comes back in Marvel. So like, he would have just he would have just flown through Starro. Yeah, and just destroyed him. Because if Harley Quinn can use a, just a sharp stick, just a stick and rats can eat him. Now I think about it. Because they shoot them with a lot of bu- bullets and they and, all just bounce off. And Starro flies through space. So, But she just pokes him with this. I guess maybe the javelin was. Did have got magic. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to Starro. Um, so obviously in the movie, he makes these little like probes that are all part uh-huh. of him. That's that's from comics. I've seen yeah, that's from stuff. comics. And, he, and that just makes him bigger. Uh, so... He starts out small, and it depends on what comic he's in, how big he gets. But usually, as comics goes on from his first appearance, he just gets bigger. And at one point, he takes over like a whole planet, like a like he takes over like a galaxy, I think, at one point, or a solar system. He's just, like, just big versions of him on planets. Um, but also, what's fun about Starro is that eventually he becomes Jaro, who, if you don't know, in the darkest Death Metal Darkest Nights event, um. Jaro just shrinks down. I don't know why exactly. Uh, shrinks down to be like a small starfish. It's about as big as one of his probes. Jar? He can fit in a jar. I was going to ask you why he's called Jaro. Because he, he's in a jar. Very good. And he becomes like very close with Batman up until the point where 
like he becomes a Robin and wears his little Robin suit and throws Robin rangs during the darkest during night. the darkest night, and he fights the entire um, Doom Legion of Doom by himself wearing a Robin suit and is like, "Get take that evil doer!" Like, he talks like a little kid. <laughs> And at one point, he, like, kind of freaks out and gets all, like, real big Starro, and he's like, I'm gonna take over your mind. And Batman's like, hey, stop that. You're not like that anymore. And he's like, oh, you're right. And he calls him dad and, like, hugs him and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, am I your favorite Robin dad? He's like, you are, Starro. <laughs> and it's really funny. But I don't think it, it, I don't think it's canon. Or maybe it is canon, because that event makes everything canon? Spoilers yeah, for uh, Death Metal. Well, yeah, the way that DC usually does things is that everything is canon. Just, it's gone. <laughs> No, this time everybody remembers in this one. No, it's, I think in this one, literally, it's everything is canon and exists. Whatever, obviously. DC often is a thing where it's like, that all happened, we just wiped it. Yeah, they just don't remember it anymore. <laughs> like, it did happen. It's not like it. we retconned it out of existence, necessarily. It's but it's just, now that no, is no, reduced no, 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 no. to atoms. Yeah, only, only the new gods remember. Um, but yeah, I, I think Star was cool. I, I think Star. he was good for this, yeah. Also, Again, he's, he's like, there's a Marvel character who's a villain of Doctor Strange who is just also a big space uh, starfish, but that's just the thing eye. the comics do. Yeah, is that they all copy each other. Every DC character is in as every Marvel character. All, every single one. Yeah, every single one that's anyone becomes one. Well, eventually. here's the question: Has has Starro and Doctor Fate ever fought? Because then that's just the same thing. No, no, Doctor Fate is different than Starro. Because Starro isn't mystical, and Doctor Fate is. Doctor Fate also is oh, like fuck just, me, just Society of America. Shows that you know. Read a comic, you yeah, fucking lizard. What? The Justice Society of America has never fought Starro? They've never fought Starro. Well, have you read every issue? Fuck. You know what? I'm going <laughs> right now. Um, I don't give a shit. Speaking of, I mean, well, okay. Unless, do you have anything to say about the movie? I mean, like, we liked it. I don't know. We, we probably got our piece in. Here's the thing. I mean, we're not reviewers. We aren't. If you don't. Like it or do like it, I don't know. I don't give a shit I don't if know you like it or not. I'm glad if you're other people who better you're gonna say better things than us. Yeah. As far as actual reviews. We don't. We're not like go watch film majors. We yeah. like do good things with our college degrees. <laughs> you can <laughs> I I want Zach to leave that in, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you wanna this someone's made or when I say someone I mean dozens of men have made Easter egg videos at this point. Go watch it. With this. their big get it. red we circles. I mean, um, fuck the weekly. I mean, movie's yeah. pretty fun. It's a great movie. What I was gonna say is y- something you said earlier is that James Gunn read. Uh, yeah, I saw eighty-five percent of all the Just- yeah. Suicide Squad material, yeah, which he- sounds like a lot, but and it is a lot. Credit to him, um, but that's not crazy. I mean, Suicide Squad is kind of it's one of the, it's not like a, a mainstay. Yeah, I mean it's it's it only came about in what the eighties. Yeah, and then it comes take. and goes from then. It's not like one of those ones that's been, you know, a consistently published book since the fucking 40s. It's not detective comics or anything, of course. Um, but that's still very cool. That's that's great. You yeah, love to that, see it. That's what he should do. And yeah. that's going to tie into a little bit of my <laughs> Snyder rant. Also, I just looked it up. He has fought Captain Carrot and his amazing Zoo Crew. No. Uh, he's just fought the Justice League. He was in the Justice League Avengers crossover. He was oh. in Teen Titans. He was in Booster Gold. Yeah, um, so he's never fought the JSA, and he's never fought Dr. Fate. So they're not quite like Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate, but Drat. Well, you were close. Was was Zatanna on the Teen Titans when they fought? Oh, I don't know. I'm not she's gonna... also kind of Dr. Strange. They're I'm taking kinda... it. So is nope. John Constantine. I'm say... No, I think John no. Constantine is more Dr. Strange than I you. disagree. Zatanna's more Dr. Strange. Zatanna does magic. John Constantine just... 
does magic too. Or whatever. Kind of. He does magic. He, he does, does magic no, all the he's time. He's like Ghost Rider or something, though, because he's hell. He's, he's not all about really hell. Ghost Rider. Yes, he is. He he gave his soul to the devil or whatever. No, nah, but he got it back though. He tricked him. He got it back. Whatever. I think so. He's like he's much more like Ghost Rider than in that aspect. I would argue, Jack. But Ghost Rider is also a Marvel character, so it's not quite the same. If we're trying, you said we were trying to find the, the Marvel equivalent of the DC character John Constantine. It's not Doctor Strange. It's There's co- no way. It's Doctor Fate is Doctor Strange. Okay. Well, yes, of course. But it. But if. We're, but if. But if you're going Zatanna, John Constantine is not that far away from Zatanna. They're both magic users. They both do spells and shit. Yeah, but John Constantine's like demons and de- the devil. It's they all do magic. Kind of. Okay. Doctor Strange does Mephisto. He's the devil. No, he's not the Christian devil. He's but he's not still Lucifer. A, he is a devil. Anyway, we're getting way off track. He doesn't rule hell. He rules, rules the hell. nightmare dimension. No, that's, that's nightmare. No, same. nightmare rules the nightmare dimension. That's why he's called nightmare. You're Who's right. also Mephisto a doctor? The dark dimension. Yeah. No, Dormammu. No, Dormammu is the dark dimension. What does Mephisto do? He's hell. He's Are the you devil. Sure? That's what yes. it's called. It's not called hell. What's it called? I fucking... No, no, I literally took my phone down. So, look it up. Uh, I hate you. All we were trying to say with that is that Zack Snyder doesn't read comic books. That was you my... can tell. Y- yeah. I... Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking something on my phone, and I got a rant about Zack Snyder. Hold on. Probably should get it too much. Well, okay, so... Yes. What? It's hell. All right. Fine. Fuck you. Fine. Um... The thing about so here's my thing. I'm gonna do my little. Can I do my yeah, yeah, go ahead. I hope I'm moving away from the mic a lot, so hopefully that sounds good. So editing Zach, make it sound good or something. I don't know or don't. I don't care. Not you editing Zach. You're not. You're recording Zach. It will be the same man. Mm, Really? (laughs) Will be the same river? (laughs) I doubt it. Anyway, so my big thing with Zack Snyder is that he's never read a comic book in his fucking (laughs) life. Like not one. I truly believe that he. Is basically just like some weird dude, bro, who knows a guy who really likes comics and went, "Hey, I'm about to write a Batman story. What should I do?" And he read Watchmen. And he, he was he, like, "This is cool. This is every superhero movie." Nerds. He, <laughs> Zack Snyder, I fear, is the type of Watchmen fan that doesn't get the joke. Alan Moore hates. Oh yeah, he hundred percent. I think he's the one who's just like, "This is so cool." I love Rorschach. He's my favorite <laughs> character, even though that's not the point. He just read Watchmen and he made his Watchmen movie, which is all well and fine, I'm sure. But then he was like, "What if everything I did was just dark Watchmen? and gritty?" And the thing is, not everything can be a deconstruction. Because the then what is the point? Then what's the construction? Then it, then it's no, there's no constructions anymore. And this does kind of tie back, because James Gunn does this well. Because in some ways, it is lighthearted and like kind of poking fun. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm Bless sorry. you, Jack. Oh, you. There's all that talk of the demons that got in you. I know. But. <laughs> trying to skip my nose. He, he's also. This movie and Guardians and stuff are also like genuine and like actually are heartfelt. And do embrace comic books in a big way. And, like, like m- make references, but are different the, enough. He put in fucking Polka Dot Man. He's not like Zack Snyder was like, I barely even have Batman. My Batman, he's not like comic Batman. If you're looking for Batman, my Batman does war crimes. Are you kidding me? If you think that in the real world Batman wouldn't do tax evasion, you're, you're wrong. You're fucking dumb. If you think Superman wouldn't lie to the American people. <laughs> 
That's, a real that's quote, the by best the way. quote. I'm paraphrasing a little, but that's a real quote. He said. My heroes don't lie to the American people. <laughs> My real heroes, they're not real. You're a, you're an absolute like this is literally a mentality that Zack Snyder appears to have is that like genuine emotion, not just emotion, but like having just. I can't think of the word. The words are failing me. But like having just an actual, genuine, sort of earnest, heartfelt superhero is lame because it kind of is. But that's the point. Yeah, it's not supposed like they're just for. What's the point? It's kind of like not to be that guy, but this shit's not really for adults. It's for like no kids. It's like it's like the Star Wars thing. If you have to take super exactly, it's like if you have to take Superman and be like Superman was real, he wouldn't be very nice. Then what's the fucking point? Then he's not Superman, is he? Yeah. Then he's just a real prick. And, like, yeah, there's lots of real guys who are pricks who exist, but that's not Superman, because what's the point? Superman's whole point is that he has... I, fuck, it makes, I'm getting uppity right now thinking about it. <laughs> the whole point of Superman is that he has the power to destroy anything. He is the strongest being in the universe. Like, bar none. Bar a couple, maybe. Like, dark side. But even then. Like, he rivals the gods themselves. But he's just a guy who has parents... And he just helps people because he knows it's the right thing to do. And he wants to. Yeah. And, like, one of my big things with Zack Snyder is that his movies alienate both sides of comic book fans. <laughs> uh, both sides of moviegoers. Because, like, there's a, there's an adage that people say. Is that DC movies make movies for comic for DC fans. Marvel movies are made for everyone. And that's so true. Because what Zack Snyder does is that he spits in everybody's face. Because he'll... Make Batman a murderer and yeah. Superman an aloof, like, basically just an aloof god who doesn't give a shit. Not even just a murderer. Uh, is like, because all of the movie Batmans are murderers to an extent. That's true. He literally has come out and been like, yeah, people are like, ask me like, why is your Batman killing people? And he's, he literally just been like, yeah, he just does. I just don't even think of like, yeah, he just does. What's the problem? Like, it's not even just like a, oh, he kind of accidentally did a murder there. No, he just does it on purpose. Yeah, he just doesn't... He his Batman people. just has no problem killing people. He brands people who then are killed in prison because of what they do, of, like, the connotation of He's being just branded. He's got guns? He's took that panel? <laughs> in Batman v Superman, there's that shot from The Dark Knight Returns where Batman's got, like, a rifle, and, like, it's just weird. I don't know. He just picks and pulls these, like, shots and, like, images. He's Because he's a big image guy. He loves, like slow motion and he loves like his stylistic scenes. scenes but like you can't cobble Just together good. a bunch of good shots and you make can't. a movie they have to have a good story a bunch of, yeah a bunch of visually interesting shots do not, not a movie make it's not a movie make i love that does not a thing make line so anyway like I, but to, to go off of that like he makes them like that so if you vaguely know the characters you're like why is superman like this like why is batman yeah. like this why are you doing this but then also he puts a lot of like weird, obscure Easter eggs. Like he gives, he wanted to give Superman a mullet and a black suit, which is just again, the after death of Superman. I feel like he just saw that on a cover. Yeah, and just he was like, like, well, in the on the death of Superman trade paperback, he's doing that. I saw him. He's got a black suit and a mullet. So let's just do that. But like, but I bet you money. He doesn't know why he's in that black suit. Well, he's in that black suit because he needs to heal. Yeah, which as dumb and comic that. booky as it is. He, but Zack Snyder definitely thinks that black suit is just to be like, well, now he's edgy and whatever. See, that's weird because, like, no, I agree. Well, to this, I should say, because the thing about it is, like, James Gunn put in, like, Polka Dot Man, who is ridiculous and, like, the most comic booky comic book character ever. It's just absurd. 
But he also took it serious at the same time. Like, he yeah. did both. Whereas, like you said, Zack Snyder somehow manages to do neither. Yeah, somehow, like, in his infinite wisdom, he does, like, it's infuriating. He takes himself so seriously that it actually kind of loops around and it's just ridiculous. And you, what gets me the most is that he's talking about, like, oh, I want to put Green Lantern in. It was Martian Manhunter the whole time. I seriously <laughs> doubt it was fucking Martian yeah, Manhunter. I totally agree. He just fucking added that in later. Also, like, I don't get it. So, there are five mem- There are seven members of the original Justice League who fight Starro in that first issue. I'm mm-hmm. glad we can tie it back in. And they are as follows. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, The Flash, and Green Lantern. Hell, Jordan's Green Lantern, but still Green Lantern. Uh-huh. And John, obviously, John Stewart and Hal Jordan switch a lot. Because they're both real good. Sure. Guy Gardner's an asshole. Nobody likes him. Oh, Kyle Ragnar's on that team for a while. Well, that's when uh, Hal Jordan kills everybody in I know. Um, Zero. I'm he's telling parallax. the listeners. He's Parallax. Yeah, and in the rec- comics, he's Parallax. It's well, not yeah. a weird yellow cloud. Well, it's not a cloud in the comics. It's a weird yellow bug monster. No, no, I, I said that. I said he's not a cloud. Right. In the movie, like in the movie's a, cloud. a cloud. Yeah. That's like Zero Hour, isn't that event when he rewrites time? It's real yeah. strange. They make him real powerful. And they kind so, of like, arm. But then. He was just going to be like, oh, let's put Marsh Manor at the end, where he gives his speech like, oh, and now this planet's worth it. So, like, why? I mean, we're just, now we're just going to be ranting about so, er, Justice League. League. But, like, yeah, that, that was his bizarre inclusion. When he's like, your parents will be proud. Don't say that to him. He doesn't know you. You didn't know his parents. What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about, Marsh Manor? You just... read his mind? Like, why didn't you help fight? You would have been, like, it's, it's infuriating because Martian Manhunter in the comics is unbelievably powerful there are several times where superman has come out and said like there's a a very specific comic panel where superman says that there are only a handful of people like five people on the planet who could be to like who he's like doesn't want to fight and martian manhunter is like at the top of that list because not only is he just kind of like superman he also has telepathy and shape-shifting. Like, he's mm-hmm. got more powers. They're not... Because because he has all these powers, they all kind of even out, and he's, like, not as strong as he has, but he can fly in space. He can shoot lasers. Like, yeah. like... Yeah, I don't know why he's in that movie, but not in the movie. Also, here's another fucking thing. In the movie, he wanted to have Jon Stewart show up at the end instead of Martian Manhunter. Because it's but like... <laughs> also, Steppenwolf says, no Kryptonians, no Lanterns. Which implies that there's no one to stop him that has the ability to stop him on the planet. But if Jon Stewart is a Green Lantern from Earth, he 100% would have come back. Like, unless he's, like, in the other side of fucking space, they're, like, how does Oa not have, like... Right, because the, the Earth sector Green Lanterns often get shit for spending too much time on Earth. That's why there's so many of them. But it's rare that... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that he just wouldn't return for something like that. Yeah, unless there is currently not enough Earth sector Green Lantern, but that doesn't—that's not how it works because the ring just finds someone. Yeah, they're all broken. They're extra dimensional rings. So, and in the comics, like they're literally like they're literally like seven of them now. You're right. Why didn't? Why didn't? Yeah, it's just weird shit like that where he just—I just yeah, I think he just put shit in for the sake of putting it in because like, if Martian Manhunter was in that movie, why isn't he in the movie? Why wouldn't he help? Because it's not just a matter of, like, well, they saved Earth, so I guess it's worth saving. No. If they failed, it wasn't just Earth that was destroyed. The Dark universe side would, have, would have acquired the anti-life, anti-life equation. And would have won. So, again, it's like, he he takes himself so seriously that it loops around to just being ridiculous again. Oh, yeah. Like, this, the, like the, the, the Batman Amazon scene. lamenting. 
<laughs> I do actually like that. That is fun. They play that track so many times in the movie, though. But, like, I... Yeah, we're, like, in that Batman scene and the nightmare scene at the end. He's just ridiculous. He just... He says, I will fucking kill you. It's funny. I, yeah, when it's... I was watching that movie, I literally started laughing and could not stop. Like, it's unintentionally hilarious how stupid and, like, fan fiction that scene is. To have Batman say, I will fucking kill you? Are you kidding me, Zack Snyder? Grow up, dude. Whereas, like, again... James Gunn is, like, the opposite. They're... He takes, like, some of the most ridiculous characters and actually makes them genuine and hard. Like, in Marvel, obviously, in, in the Guardians movies, like, those are some of the most emotionally impactful of the Marvel movies. Maybe oh, yeah. the... Probably just the. I, I don't think any of them have, like, ever compared... Like, oh, yeah. they... Guardians 2 has got real deep, like... It's, like, themes and stuff. Yeah. The raccoon has, like, the biggest arc. The fucking talking raccoon thing. That's like a robot. Yeah, like, come on. What's a great. tree? The tree has a big emotional scene. Whereas, <sighs> fucking Zack Snyder in his three movies had, like, one half-decent scene with fucking Superman. The best guy. Like, I don't... Like, to his credit, that scene where he's in the hallway, and it's, a, I mean, it's barely a Superman scene, though. It's just a Superman dad scene. <laughs> but when he hears his dad, when he hears Kevin Costner's, um... Pa Kent? Yeah, Pa Kent. Whatever, the, whatever Pa Kent's first name is. And then... Padre um, Kent? Pa for short, of course. What, what's, what's what's his dad? What's his other dad? Oh, um... Russell Crowe is... Uh, he's Zorro? No, no. Zorro? Yeah, I think he's Zorro. Um, yeah, they're talking about... Like, that scene was strange to me. It, it made me wonder if he didn't just... If that's a case where he didn't just rip more dialogue. Because neither of them acted that way properly in the other movies. No, not at all. It, like, that's one of the biggest the, failings like, is Pockhand. It doesn't act it's like It's so strange, because in Man of Steel, he fucking... Oh my god, it, I'm yeah, thinking Pac about it now, it makes me mad. Has, no, not even that. Fucking Zor-El does the... They're both bizarre. ...does the fucking join you in the sun speech from All-Star Superman, the quintessential Superman comic. Like, yeah. it, all you have to do is read All-Star Superman and just write him like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the part in, in Justice League, which I do like. It's like, it's all, like they're having a little speech. He's like... Yeah, like, you have to, you're the best, you'll be the best of them, Cat. Like, you have to lead them, though. Like, they're They'll not they're flawed, you in the sun. but that's okay. They'll stumble and fall, but they will join you in the sun. And that's great. It's good stuff, man. But then he doesn't do that. No. He just he gets really. sad when he just like, Luther bombs the, con- the fucking House of Congress. Like, what? It's, 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 it's infuriating. <laughs> like, it's, I just don't even get it. Also, like... So I apologize to any um massive justice. I fans, don't, but I think this is that movie is the best it, DCU movie. I gotta be honest, not to be rude, and I really don't like if you like if you like the movie, like who am I? Like in all honesty, like if you like it, honestly, more power to you. But if you are really gonna look me in the face or like type on your little computer screens that say this is a better movie than anything at Marvel, I gotta tell you, you're objectively wrong. Like just straight up, like not to be that guy. But, like, if you watch the Marvel movies without a tinge... It's too fucking long, man. Four hours... And no one changes. The best part about that movie is that nobody changes. Cyborg has so many scenes. He's the most boring character I've ever seen. I don't care about him. Why do I care about Cyborg? No, uh, I, I think it's a little harsh. I they like, change. He's so boring. Why is Barry... all change. Uh, maybe, okay, maybe I was being too harsh. But Bar- I don't like... Barry and Cyborg in particular. I hate both. Like... Why is Barry that's Allen? Fine. Why, did, why, did, why did they make Barry Allen Wally West? They just made him Wally You're West. Right. That's kind of what they did. Ezra Miller Wally, uh, Barry Allen is strange. 
Because why is he like new to the team when the whole team is new? Why does he save that one woman? That's not that car from That's flipping? actually a, a very good point. In the abandoned um, Justice League, fuck, what was it called? Was it called Justice League Immortal? Uh, I want to say maybe that was called. There was like a Justice League production that got into some stages in like the early two thousands. Um, and there's scripts and stuff you can get a hold of. Um, Army Hammer was going to be Batman, I think. Um, and I can't think of almost anyone else off the top of my head. Um, but in that script, Flash was going to be the point of view character. He was going to be the entry character, right? Mm-hmm. He was going to be joining the team. It's not going to be from his perspective. And so, which is how you do point of view characters. But the point of that movie was that it was going to be an established Justice League, whereas you're right, this is not that. The whole team is new, so you don't need the new kid being like, whoa, what's going on? Because none of them really know what's going on. Yeah, they're all, like, different. Also, in the scene where he saves that girl, he lets that car flip and maybe hit those people. Even though he's so fast, he could have put her on the ground and then run and caught that car. Why did he do that? Why does his, sh- why do his shoes explode? I guess I that's, think that's realistic. Iris. No, it is Iris, but why does he let that, that car... F- I don't care who she is. I hate these movies. I mean, I like these comics, but I don't like these movies. They're bad. It's just too long. That's the weird... That's the thing about the Snyder Cut to me, is when they're like, we want his original vision. The Snyder Cut is not his original no, vision. it's not in any way. Not that that's a deal breaker for me or a super bad thing. I'm just saying, like, it, it just purely cannot be. If only for the fact that it was, like, three years after the... Four? Three four. or four years after the fact. So, like... I mean, unless he has perfect recall and can remember the the exact vision of the film he had in his head, for one thing. Two, that would also presuppose that, like, it was that the four years of, of speculation and, and, like, fan involvement and everything, and, and him, just himself thinking about it, that he didn't change anything about it that he would have. And also, obviously, the big one is that it was never going to be four hours long, even if it got the theatrical release and he got to finish it at the time, it obviously was never going to make it to theaters as a four-hour fucking long movie. It probably yeah. wouldn't have made it as a three-hour long movie. Like, he would have cut, like, a good 30% of that They would have They would have made him. Because, like, especially at that time, like, Endgame is the first one that's three hours, and that's because it was Endgame. Like, that's what boggles my mind. I remember we talked about it before it came out, and, like, to really think about it, like, this movie is an hour longer than Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, an Avengers Endgame has a lot going on. In this movie, not really. Like, when, like, oh my god, the most boring scene to me is when Cyborg tells that story of the cube, and he, and the, and Ray, god, I mean, Ray Fisher's had his own problems with this production, and I kind of, you know, kind of sucks that he's kind of treated like shit, you know, whatever. But he delivers those lines like a robot. Like, he's like, he is a robot. No, he's a cyborg. That's all, that's, did you not know, you, you don't know his name? Well, what am I meant to think? What, is that meant to, to hang upside down and right. and eat right. fruit? Study on. <laughs> and, and flap about? Study I get location? Oh, I oughta. Why, I oughta. But I just hate this movie. Like, I hate him as a director. Not as a person. I want to make that very clear. I think, no, you know, it's very... Fine. The reason he says that just league, you know, it's very unfortunate. And honestly, I don't want anything misconstrued. But has he... I wish he just wouldn't make movies. Truly. I guess, so... Oh, we could probably drop it. You know, we probably don't need to keep going. You, you could literally rant on this for oh god, I could do it forever. I could do a whole episode just me without Zach. We may one point. We we have text conversations from when the movie came out. We were just texting each other back and forth about how long paragraph. Maybe we'll just read those verbatim. Yeah, we can do that. Um, if anyone wanted to listen to that, but it's 
probably shouldn't be the main preview of this episode. But what I will say, this does what does kind of tie in is that like the the sort of Snyder cut people are back in full force. Oh, for this movie, they always are. Right? They never go um, away. At least I think they are. I mean, feel free to correct me, rabbit Snyder fans. Um, but I think the people who are out there yelling now for the release the the air cut of the suicide or of rather not of the suicide of 2016 Suicide Squad. Um, I gotta imagine there's overlap, right? Yeah, or it's just coincidental shared branding. But <laughs> those people are going crazy now too. Um, where now every article. About the Suicide Squad, um, every post on Instagram. Every post on Instagram, you see like all, all the tweets are just full of people bashing it. It got review bombed like negatively, which is very strange to me. Um, one, if only because like, <laughs> well, this movie's way better. Yeah, than way Suicide better. Squad. And as we we're watching, I said this to you. No offense. Again, same thing with David Ayer. I, I don't have any problem with him. Fucking good for him, whatever. Um, but I can't imagine a scenario where His any version of that movie is better than this one. This movie is just like head and shoulders better. The best thing that could be said of that movie is that it almost, beca- again, because they they have so many similar like beats and stuff, is if it just became almost the exact same thing, I guess that'd be pretty good. But yeah. then what's the point? Hey, why even bother doing it at all? Man, like, I don't get these people, man. I don't know. It's. I think it's just. I think it's more just community for them than anything, which is like probably its own kind of can't bag of delving fucking with. bag of tricks to say people just like to be a part of something. Because I can't imagine there's that many people actually passionate about it. Because if you were passionate about the Suicide Squad, because you love them and you love those characters and everything so much, you would just be happy with this. It's bizarre. They're like, all right, now take that. I mean, I don't want to say objectively because nothing's objective. Media criticism, but all right. Uh, that's in a lot of ways and in a lot of people's opinion much worse and be like fix that and make it better instead of just the essentially the remake that we have that's better yeah from the ground up because like you can't like the way the that David Aaron movie is built it's flawed like you, I mean you can say this James Gunn movie is flawed for the same reasons we've mentioned like it's very similar to the one that came before whatever like that movie it has to be gutted. You'd have to just scrap it and just write this movie. Like, the fact that James Gunn just starts with a different idea and builds off mm-hmm. that is just why that move, this movie is, in our opinion, better. Because, like, I don't know what they want. Again, I think they, they don't want anything. I think it's that. really just like. What can you give a man who wants nothing? Because people are digging into this movie. They're just saying, like, I've seen so many people just say it's, it's just a bad movie and that James Gunn's just a bad director and there's, like, no value to this one. And I'm just like. Are we watching the same one? Because it was just a good movie. Like, like I enjoyed it. Th- I was not bored at all. At the all. very worst, it's entirely inoffensive, right? Like, why are we hating on James Gunn? I don't get what I don't get what we're looking for here. I don't know. I mean, also, what I think maybe what gives it better is that this movie is R-rated. Oh, yeah. And that's the, a big thing. David Ayer was PG-13. I remember it so. blew my mind at the time that the David Ayer one wasn't. R. They, didn't, they didn't go the step and make it R-rated. Because, like, the Suicide Squad is just violent. And then you could see all those people die in horror, like, Well, yeah. Because that's ways. probably why in the, su- in the in the David Ayer one, they're just fighting those fucking putties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Power Rangers. Weird goo, goo like, monsters. Goo monsters. That dissolve. Yeah. Because then you're not actually killing people or showing blood or whatever. And in this one, like, fucking Pete Davidson's face gets blown off. Mongol, Mongal gets burned horribly by helicopter fire. Like, Cat Boomerang yeah, gets killed. Maybe it's just because that, like, that one is an extension of the Snyder 
sort of verse. Although, I don't see why this one doesn't just fit in as well, though, with everything. Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of people say it's like a reboot, or like, it's a soft reboot, I guess, or whatever, but it's really not. Yeah, because there's nothing in this one that contradicts the previous one that I can think of. Yeah, because there is more color. Other than that, like, obviously some of the characters don't return, but I don't think that's a... I don't think that's like a plot hole or anything. No, no, no. The lineup's different, other than the couple that are the same. Um, but that's fine. I don't know. It works. It's not like they brought... It's not like any of the dead guys come back. Except for Weasel. I just... I mean, like, it's not like Slipknot's in this one, so they're like, hey, I'm here. So, I don't... I, yeah. It just fits. I don't know why people feel the need to drag this one down to... to, to try to get their, their other one going. And again, I don't... I don't know what people see in that one to think it'd be so much better. Because here's the thing, and people have said this before about the air cut debacle thing, is that the whole point of the Snyder Cut is that there was very valid, like, verifiable reasons that we all knew at the time and everything why he didn't get to make the movie that, the he, movie wanted. that he wanted. It was just a known quantity. It's not like this scenario that happens sometimes with, like, say, uh, a Rogue One is probably a good example of, like, a soft one where it's, like... After the fact, it kind of came out, and there's rumors and stuff that, like, maybe the studio stepped in and changed a lot of stuff because the, the final product of the original director's vision was not maybe there. Right. It's not that. It's more like a, I guess, like a solo scenario where they just literally came in and scrapped it. Like, and that's what happened with Justice League, right? Is that Joss Whedon shot, reshot massive portions, rewrote and reshot massive portions of his yeah. movie. Add more jokes to it and stuff. So, like, that's fair to want to get his real version because the one we got definitely wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the idea with behind the air cut is that there was studio interference, and he's come out and said so much when earlier this year that was all going down, and then they were freaking out over the Snyder Cup. Yeah. Um. And and this this release the air cut thing first started it's picking back trending. up again. Um, is he said that, or maybe it was a, maybe it was even from recently. I don't know. I think he, I think what it is, he literally has a, no, I, I don't know. The point is he has said like that his movie was better and that this studio interfered in some ways or maybe even just in editing, but I think it really was just in editing. I don't think there was reshots that were done without him or anything. It's just not the same scenario. The right. best of that could be done to that movie is scenes, I guess a couple scenes could be moved around kind of deal, and some things could be slotted back in. But this idea that the David Ayer cut is going to be some like massive revision just isn't there. Yeah, it's not I don't true. see any scenario where he would need to be shooting new films like they... Er, new films, new scenes like they did for... Justice League, Justice League. I, it's just it's it's a bizarre concept, and again, that's why I kind of think like people are just doing it for the fuck of it. Also, with anything like this, you gotta always believe that a not insignificant portion of the people involved are just doing it for the hoot, doing just to get they're just trolling. Something. For all we know, this is one of those scenarios where like it it actually just started as a big troll, but then it gained enough traction that you start picking up people who don't realize it's a troll. Yeah, you don't get right in the joke. I just don't get it. I know people really is, want the fucking Snyderverse to come back. Like, his vision. Yeah. Which is so That's one dumb. that... I know you... Again, you hate I, I have a lot of problems with um, Justice League. Um, I don't hate it as much as you. And again, I do have a problem with some of the ways that he approaches the characters for certain. But I told you at the time, 
I do think that'd be super cool. And I would absolutely watch. Uh, <laughs> I think this is the the hold up that I had though. Even at the time, I was like, I watch another Justice League movie where they did the nightmare thing. But <laughs> the thing about the thing that's so bizarre about the nightmare sequences in any of the movies and like the whole concept of them is that the what we're left with at the end of Justice League isn't the nightmare scenario. No. It would take like another movie or another half movie at least or to, something to get to the nightmare. It's bizarre. It's almost like there needs to be another Justice League movie where they lose and then there's another movie the, that's the nightmare movie. Oh yeah. It just I just hate it and it's just so Dumb but I think lie. it'd be funny. One of the, I want to see it just because it's funny. Oh, I don't want to see it because Deathstroke's got like a machine gun, and, and Mira's like, "I'm angry. I abused my husband." And oh wait, 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 wait. Whoa, <laughs> and, whoa. Uh, and this isn't the Ack Attack with political intrigue. Is, is that political? Zach, why don't call me out, man? Just go with it. And then uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's there with and, a card, and he lives in a society. <laughs> He's got a gun of his own. I don't know. Batman's oh got a gun and he's going to fucking kill him. I don't know. Oh my you don't, god. Exactly. Are you telling me you wouldn't watch that? I wouldn't. I'd never watch you that. Are ins- you are lying through your teeth. You telling me right now that if they if they announce tomorrow, Farn, we've uploaded it. Farn. It's called Justice League. Ju- we live just, in a society. Justice society. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a justice. The, the real justice was the society. <laughs> we made along the way. Justice League, it'd probably just be called Justice League the Nightmare Cut, Justice League Nightmare, I don't know, something to that effect, and it was just a whole movie that was just the Nightmare scenario, and we get to see a bunch of Nightmare, oh, I forgot Nightmare, Flash. oh, Nightmare Flash and Cyborg are there, Jack, come on, you wouldn't watch the Nightmare movie, Nightmare Cyborg had a, a minigun, even though why, where was he, he keeping the ammo? No, he had, Why does he no, need no, that? He had he's a box. Got, oh, he did have. Oh, okay. Oh, he's an alien. He has alien technology. Yeah, he's got space new lasers. gods technology. Why does he need the gun? That's like the retcon they've made and made also, suburb much more Why is the important. Flash wearing goggles? Because like, he wears he, a helmet. If he needed that helmet goggle thing, hasn't he needed that all along? Yeah. What has changed about his costume? He uses the speed force. That's why he doesn't. He get already hurt. goes fast. Yeah, there shouldn't be it's abrasion marks on his costume. I love all the Mad Max characters for no reason. I love Angry Superman doesn't make any sense the grant morrison has a great quote about that and uh, god bless him he wrote also superman <laughs> which is my favorite superman comic of the parademons <laughs> and they're they're fine i kind of like them um where he says it doesn't make any sense for superman to go crazy if a lois lane is killed because people lose their loved ones all the time and they don't go on murder sprees and superman again is meant to be the best guy that's the thing and he that's loses just... his father that's what gets me the most is that literally a big part of superman is that he loses his father to a heart attack, not to a tornado. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, we, I, I, that's been said to death. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. I think I said the same thing. It's like, if that's the Superman we're dealing with, he's just not a very good guy. He's just a shitty person. He's like, and not that he has to be perf- actually perfect. He is allowed to be flawed, of course, because then you, otherwise you get the whole, like, Ooh, Superman's boring because he's just perfect. But he's not that flawed, Jesus. Like he's not yeah, like the fact that he just turns evil and goes bizarre. to dark side. Bizarre. I don't. Also, Batman Superman when he when they are charging him with crimes in Africa, so I don't they get find it, bullets and they're like, Superman they're like, did this. There are bullets everywhere. Because Barry's comes to him in his nightmare and he's like, Batman, you have to save Lois Lane. And then at the end of that movie, they do save Lois Lane. But I guess that wasn't the real saving Lois Lane. They save Lois Lane in Justice League, I guess. She doesn't get hurt there, but I guess that doesn't count either, because somehow the nightmare still happens. 
I just, I, I, I don't even get it. Why does he turn? Why does he turn you? Because Lois Lane dies. Where are we going with this? Why does this come up? Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> you you get me back onto this. Um. Oh. Well, I don't know. Good thing is good thing this gets edited. I'll say I don't get why. I just yeah, the David Ayer cut thing doesn't do anything for me. I think that's why we got onto it. I mean, that's kind of it. As much as I would, yeah, I think that's all I was getting at. Is that I would watch more of this? Oh, because yeah, you just said restore restore Snyderverse restore the Snyderverse thing. That is one I can get behind because I would watch them for their movies. I don't give a shit. It's not my money. Put on HBO Max again. I already pay for that. Well, I don't pay for it. I get it with my parents' cable. Still paying for it. I'm not. No, I, I would watch. I would watch it because I'd. I'd be like, well, if I don't watch, people are gonna make opinions. Hilarious. Whereas I opinions with yeah with should we get the show the air cut thing. I just don't get it. I don't know what could be gained there. Again, I do understand that maybe this not the final product was not his real artistic vision or whatever because of studio interference and whatnot. The thing is, it's just not in any way a comparable scenario to what happened with Justice League. I don't see how it could be that much different. There's let me put it this way. There's no four-hour cut of the su- of Suicide Squad sitting around that we just no, haven't seen. Not at all. I what mean, if- there is an extended version on the fucking Blu-ray that I'm sure has like most, if not all, of the deleted scenes. Yeah, exactly. I don't see how much, and that adds like 13 minutes or something, which is just a good amount. It's about how it normally happens. I don't see how much more they could add. Yeah, and they cut it for a reason. I don't. Yeah, I, honestly. I mean, like, I guess we can't uh, trust Warner Brothers' judgment wholeheartedly, but yeah. also, like, again, no offense to David A. I'm sure he's fine. Not gonna um, make in these movies. Like, what's his best movie? I don't know why we think that he's some auteur. I've never. I, I don't mean, even. Bright. I've never even heard of his movies. People don't like Bright. I don't even know what the movie's about. People hate that movie. I don't. I mean, he's fine. Good on him. Again, no way. He's out there making movies. But I, guess. I doubt that that he ever had some version that was transcendent. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, he always says like, "Oh, I had real character arcs and like serious story," and they butchered Where? it. The, unless again, unless there's an entirely different an hour movie. on the cutting room floor. How could any of them have characters? None of them have character. Again, yeah. the two that barely have any character but don't have character. See, so, I think I want to talk about. All right, back attack author. I, I think this came up. I mean, no, this is this is really all in the same vein. That's why I didn't attack it. Is um, I think probably just because he's doing press for this. James Gunn called out Scorsese for being a dick. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah, he said that his whole thing about superhero movies being theme park rides. He said that's cynical, and that's really my thought on it. I, agree. I think we've talked about this before on the show. I think literally the first episode. Yeah, but just to reiterate, I can fully. I can freely admit that they're not like high cinema. Yeah, and as as evidenced by our our uh, discussion on the black on the Green Knight last week, maybe that type of cinema just isn't for us. Period. <laughs> it's re- it's clearly not what we're looking for, and I think that's fine for everyone involved. But to act as if um, there's just nothing to them, they're just like a roller coaster. Like that's just it's doing them disservice. You're just to being your, rude to yourself to the movie. Everything, everything, yeah. You get as much of them, you get as much out of them as you want. So if you're gonna come into them, if you're gonna come into a movie, just being like, yeah, this is gonna be a dumb nothing movie. That's where you're gonna get out of it. Like, but yeah, it's it's wholly cynical to just say none of these are worth watching. They're all just trash. They're all just like white noise. No, like there is stuff to them. 
there's heart. Even if it's not the core of it. Even if the core of the, these movies is to be, obviously, visually interesting and, like, action scenes and comic booky and stuff. They've still got some morals. Yeah, and, and hearts and stuff. Especially fucking, yeah, even the best of them are, like, real good and funny and they have good stories. Yeah. Like, So I just thought that was good. On these. Makes sense to you to say that. I saw something that what was it that apparently somebody told Scorsese that the scrolls in Captain Marvel were supposed to be representations of Italian Americans, and he was like, "Oh, that makes sense. I guess I like these movies now." And I was like, "What? What do you? Excuse me? You heard me? <laughs> he... Someone told Scorsese that? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't wrap my head around what you're saying. I hardly can either. I don't even really get it myself. We're, we're recording a little later at night again, listeners. But I let, on let a work night too, no less. Let me see if I got this right, Jack. Okay. Lay it on me. In this scenario, and by this scenario I mean the real world. In the, the clown world we live in. Has Martin Scorsese seen Captain Marvel, do you think? I think? So he saw it and didn't like it. Yes. And then someone told him... <laughs> the scrolls were Italians. The scrolls were Italians and he liked it more? Yes. He didn't find that offensive? Oh, because they're like refugees? Yes. Oh, and because okay. the and because all Italians can shapeshift. <laughs> well, as we know, I thought we were going with that. Is that someone? Is that the 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 actual root, the origin story of his hatred of these movies? Is not that he's ever seen or cared about them. It's that they don't get the scrolls right. It's that someone told him that they were racist against Italians, and he was like, "Oh, oh Maron, all my movies have Italians in them. All I do are Italian movies." But now you're saying that he likes them more because of Italians. Yes, I mean. <clears throat> no offense, Martin Scorsese, but uh, when I think of like oppressed refugee groups throughout history, my first thought is not, not Italian Americans. That's not my big, Sorry. big on the list. There are other groups. Good on you guys. You had it rough. Love you. <laughs> not really though. I don't know that. You know what? Uh, I'll say in the podcast, they have too much pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack. Careful, careful now. Oh, what are the what are the mob listening? Get you with your gabagool. <laughs> So that's what they call um fucking capicola. I know it's called capicola. <laughs> what a stupid language they have! Is oh. capicola already their language though? Surely that's not English. It isn't. That's what I'm saying. They have another dumber word for capicola. That's the Italian American word for the Italian word capicola is gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> At least according to the HBO series of Sopranos, <laughs> and that's what we base. That's what I base all my stereotypes off. It's the HBO show that corresponds to them. But yeah, I think. I think the thing about a lot of that is that uh, the other thing is that I think casual people not to not to be a dick about it or whatever like what you like you don't have to but I think to some people and particularly probably older folks Marvel movies just means superhero movies yeah and so like I'm sure if you asked Martin Scorsese if you could if you could get him to, to care to even give you the time to <laughs> he probably did doesn't really know. The difference between a, a Mar- Captain Marvel and a Suicide Squad and a Man of Steel. Yeah, they're all and a fucking they're all, far right. They're all Marvel. Yeah, it's like one of those things where like everything is like it's almost just a genre at this point. Yeah, the superhero genre. We we were talking about earlier a review of the Green Knight where someone was like, which we found a bit pretentious. Where someone was like, oh yeah, if you if you're if you're normal. If your main source of entertainment is the Marvel movies, then probably this is too high for you or whatever the fuck. Which is pretentious. But again, in that kind of story, I'm like, are they just, do they just mean 
superhero movies like because even even at the pace Marvel movies go, there's surely there's no there's not a ton of people out there who subsist only well, on only off of them for entertainment. I mean, I guess I mean, we're, if, getting, we're getting to the point where you could probably could close. But I think after this what, next what year, what you could definitely do is just subsist on comic book stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, that's what we do. Well, essentially, but like week to week, like yeah, between Marvel and DC and now Image and whoever the fuck makes the boys. <laughs> I think Image is the voice. It, I don't think it is. Oh, no. Maybe it is. Who knows? It's almost irrelevant. The Walking Dead. Yeah. There's like Spawn. A, there's, yeah. Is there, what, is there a lot of Spawn content going on? I mean, uh, Spawn's pretty popular. Yeah, but is there, is there a TV show? Movie? There's a movie. There's a Spawn movie. Well, no. Alright, yes. If you're the... No, get fucked, idiot. If you're the one guy out there who's assist entirely off of the... The, the Spawn what, 2005 movie. Spawn movie? He's Probably. It's still movie. a movie, though. Get Shut fucked, up. idiot. I'm saying new stuff. I'm saying that there's... Probably week to they're probably like is not a week in the next like two years where some something superhero bullshit doesn't come out <laughs> and we're gonna eat it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that so shit. I feel like up. when I think some people when they say Marvel movies they literally just mean superhero stuff, which good on them. I don't know. I think Invincible's got a lot of merit to it. I think I, I think they're all good. Um, I like it. Yeah, I want to say new, new stuff. Um, again, but Suicide Squad. Um. Because anyone's wondering, I mean, what are we in? We're in an hour and f- 17 minutes and 42 yeah, I don't seconds. think we're going to talk about much other. I mean, we don't really have any other topics. Yeah. We're recording this a little early than we would A like. day early, because um, I'm going on vacation next week, so we're So, calm. we... I mean, the only other thing we Probably. readily would have talked about was The Bad Batch, um, which oh. I think this worked out actually pretty nice, because then we can watch the two-part finale. Because they did say it was a two-part finale. Oh, well, really? Yeah, we can watch that. We can just talk about that as one big chunk. So that'll be good, and then we can talk about what if as well. So we'll have a lot to talk yeah. about next. So we'll week. Start. Um, but the other Suicide Squad like subtopic was that um, the DC president said that James Gunn is going to make more stuff for them in the future. Um, of course, because this movie is. Why wouldn't he? This, I mean, despite the review bombing, I reckon it's going to do well. very well. It's probably going to be pretty popular. Yeah. If word of mouth, any, unless we're the crazy ones, and and those those fellers are right. I think most people don't like it. Yeah, I, find I agree. It good. And so, as long as it's got good word of mouth and stuff, it'll be good. I don't know. Although, I thought the same thing about Black Widow, and we saw that one, so. Yeah, yeah. we all were like, this is a pretty good movie. And everyone was like, this sucks! And we are like, oh, I'm sorry. Where's but... my favorite character, Taskmaster? Taskmaster. The greatest villain ever, who everyone for, for, beats. For all we know, they're going to be like, well, where's Ratcatcher? Who's this Ratcatcher too? My rat catcher's a, a creepy man who sleeps with rats in the street and does heroin. But so, I think what they changed at? Polka Dot Man. Yeah, right? What do you think of what? James Gunn doing more stuff. All for it. Do you reckon he's going to do more Suicide Squad stuff or different project? I mean, I don't think any if any I, like sequels have been announced I for the Suicide Squad. I think at the moment, um, just based on, I mean, I think it's most likely he might talk about doing suicide i know i saw something that he wants to do a harley and Groot crossover oh yeah i don't know why that's, right. that's what he wants to do because uh Groot doesn't talk so that means Har- that means uh margot robbie academy award-winning actress great actress there's a lot of great movies i just gotta talk to nothing for however long the movie is or however no. long she'd talk to vin diesel yeah no she would she talked to a guy who's in like a big morph suit to then they yeah but they put vin diesel's voice in don't be silly about it. He would be saying, "I am Groot." Oh, good. But no, I agree. That was. But I thought that I found that bizarre as well. Also, 
I kind of forgot that you said that to Beck because he said that like weeks ago, right? Yeah. Um, I kind of forgot because that is kind of weird again, given how little Harley Quinn does in this movie. I mean, she just. I I feel like I keep coming back to that. Yeah. She's probably my favorite character again in the DC. I think I already said that, but still, it's weird that that's the one he apparently latched onto when he seemed to connect much more with. Ratcatcher and Ratcatcher too. I mean, they're making that Peacemaker show. They are making that Peacemaker show. I don't know how much he's involved with that or not, though. Yeah, it's weird they they picked him. I totally agree. I thought that when it came out or when it was announced, obviously prior to this because it's been it's been a known factor, and then now that this movie's come out, it hasn't made it almost any clearer. No, other than he's just he's just. Again, kind of the worst. He's just the actually kind of a bad guy. Like, because the rest of them are like, they're bad, but they're good guys. They're not so bad. He's just a. I mean, he killed fucking Rick Flag. They just straight up murdered That's him. That's pretty rough. But I, I guess I did like that little the post credit scene of this movie, which clearly is setting up that. And like, they don't really want to work. Which is like, fucking, we gotta use this dickhead. <laughs> Save the I world. Hate this guy. So that's kind of. Fun. It's, it's like a punishment for them. Yeah. So that that's. I guess it's kind of. I don't know. So. I, yeah, I don't think he'd do another Suicide Squad movie necessarily. Yeah. Because if you did a third Suicide Squad movie, it's going to just be the same thing. Yeah, and you, you miss a lot. You of just get a bunch of new characters and, and kill, them. kill them all. Also, at the end of this one, the main ones get away. Oh, yeah. Like, they seem to effectively uh, leave the squad for their entire sentences being lifted, I think. Yeah. Because if any of them die, the all that stuff about Star Wars gets leaked to the press. Honestly, you might as well just leak it. Yeah, I think I'd, I would just probably just leak it. That's what I thought they do. Because they're bad guys. They're like, okay, we're good. Although if they do that, they really do lose all their their leverage, I suppose. Yeah, and then she just would arrest them. I mean, it's... the bombs are still on their necks. That's true as well. The bombs are probably still on their necks. Yeah. Um. What else on that? I I can't I. I, I really am not nearly as versed in uh, DC lore DC as I am with Marvel. I, what's I a know. weird DC kind of property he could tackle? So I mean, he also doesn't have to be weird. Like, I feel like I don't want to pigeonhole him just because he did Guardians, Guardians, which turned out to be kind of weird, and obviously this. Which uh, I'm trying to think. Thing. I don't know if there's any like we talked about earlier. He could do like I feel like he could do a Constantine if he if he wanted. I, I think I, I think like a Dark Justice League kind of be like a weird thing. Like, com- yeah, that was. Floating like around. Etrigan, I, don't know, I don't know where that's Zatanna. at now. They were doing I think they're still doing a Zatanna show. Oh, is that... That's the one that J.J. Abrams is working on, I think. Or his production company. Like, yeah. Is doing that and, like, a number of DC properties or something. They're doing a Batgirl show, I know. Like, not the one that's airing? Not Batwoman. Batgirl. Oh. That, that same... His same production Bad Robot is? I think so, yes. That's oh. what I've huh. heard. So, yeah, they're doing all... I think they are... I think you're right. They still are doing... Dark Justice League, whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Justice, Justice League Dark. That's yeah, yeah, Justice League Dark. They might have Dead Man and stuff. Um, I think he could probably pull it off. What is weird stuff? He could do... He could do Sandman. If you wanted, the Neil Gaiman comic. I bet he could do that. I bet he could do... I haven't finished that comic. I got um, to the fifth collection. And Swamp Thing? Probably, if you wanted. Oh, yeah, he could. Alan Moore's Swamp Thing is weird. He becomes like a god. It's real strange. I gotta he read could it. probably do Swamp Thing. I guess. But now we're just... I don't know if that's... But that's not really weird like he's weird, is it? No. It's like a it's weird, like funny weird. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I I because Swamp Thing is like not really like funny. No, yeah, it's not funny weird. It's just weird weird. That's he, not really his vibe. Yeah. I mean, like he could even do like a he's about family and bullshit. <laughs> he could even do like a Teen Titans thing. That's what I was thinking. He do that yeah. as well. 
But like a good one, not that bullshit show that's on. I hate it. I've never seen an episode. It's really bad. It's not worth it. That's one of the ones that had like fully formed my my opinion on comic book media. Is that like you need to be different, but not too different. Not so different that it's unrecognizable. Because that's the type of show that's just like it's clearly they don't have a ton of budget. They don't have a ton of anything behind it. And she's like, why would I watch this show? There's nothing happening that's even vaguely reminiscent of a Teen Titans. There's no big T-shaped tower. What's the point? What the fuck are we even doing? It's edgy and, and like gritty for the sake of he it. He says, fuck Batman. He says, fuck Batman. Batman's in it at one point, but doesn't... I hate him. That's, we're not talking about it. All right. Um, so we got to take anything else before we finish? We're about an hour and a half so. now. I'll probably wrap it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know. You got the deeper bench when it comes to DC. Do you think of anything else James Gunn would work on? Um, not really. Because, I, I, I again, that's how they phrased it. Just to, just to reiterate, it's just the president said that they're going to have him work on stuff in the future. Yeah, so I don't, I don't He says, oh, I got it right here. Warner Bros. President Walter Hermanda says that the Suicide Squad director, James Gunn, will, quote, be back. And that they, quote, have more stuff planned. Yeah. I'd um, have to, I'd have to we say. know, again, we know the Peacemaker thing, but I got to imagine if he's involved in that at all, he's... Oh, you know, some kind you, of you know what they could have him do? Okay. They could have him do Earth 3, the crime syndicate. Yeah. With Ultraman and Superwoman and Owlman. That'd be kind of cool. And Maybe as fun as you make it. I, I guess we should say. This is a good point. The Guardians of the Galaxy were not a funny group comic book. Like, they're, it's weird and out there, but, like, Star-Lord, for example, is, is very, very different than... In the uh, comics, than um, Chris Pratt's interpretation. Yeah, he's he is just like a serious, actual like lord. Like he's called that because he's actually like a a prince. Yeah, he's not his son. His father's an ego. His father's like a king. Yeah, he, like and he's like that. the Guardians are formed after the annihilation war, and like it's a big thing. And he's like an actual like upstanding guy who like is a fucking war veteran. <laughs> <laughs> Drax. Is is green. When they formed Guardians, Drax has already killed Thanos at least once. Or maybe Thanos is his daughter. It's a whole thing. Cause at one point, Eddie Brock joins the Guardians with his Venom symbiote. When he's he does. Venom symb- well, actually, no, he still has a Venom Everyone symbiote. Everyone is the, uh, the original crew, which obviously heavily inspires the movie interpretation that's got Rocket and Star-Lord and Drax and Gamora. Also, Groot also talks normally. And Groot, yes. Um, they kind of recognize the, the normal and Mantis is, is in originally um so it was like adam warlock and yes um, people really uh what's and, face fuck it's who knows in, in the comics gamora pals around with adam warlock a lot more uh, a lot more in that at all because adam warlock isn't in the movie that's true people people always think that zach ever wants to be uh, adam warlock and he was like i'm not adam warlock guy stop saying that why why because he think they think he's in that pod at the end of um guardians 2 they think Adam Warlock's in the pod because he's got gold skin, and all those people with gold skin make those like perfect genetic copies. Perfect. No, but why? Why, why Zac Efron? <laughs> I, I, I knew about the Adam but, Warlock thing, but why male models? I I really couldn't tell you. I hope the better a Bill shows up, but that's getting off topic. Um, also, because we're talking oh, about Marvel, uh, hold on, yeah. first time over. Oh. Young Avengers, Secret Invasion. We said it once. We said in the episode, we did it. Just so no one can take it from us. <laughs> no one can take that. That thing everybody knows about. Are we looking up right now? 
was trying to figure out that the, the last member of the Guardians 2008 team. Guardians because otherwise it's gonna it's gonna bother me. Oh, we take about an episode. She's got a big sword. Um, oh, sword lady, sworder. Oh, no, fuck off. Okay, Fiavel. That's not a name. Oh, Quasar. That's who she's called. Oh, good. What a better name. Quasar. Quasar. You know Quasar. She's got the quantum bands. I said that. You saw me. You guys didn't see this because it's the audio medium. But I held up my arms. I don't know who Quasar is. But you saw that, right? No, I I didn't. I had my eyes closed the whole time. (laughs) I did this like she's got bands because she had quantum bands. I knew she did. All that that was to say that that is entirely unnecessary tangent. (laughs) <laughs> was just to say that in the comics the guardians are not like a comedy team like there's funny there's quipping but there's quipping in every marvel thing yeah that's ever. just how marvel goes in every comic book but he we we associate them as being that now because of how he did them so like it doesn't have to be a straight up also like the same could go for the suicide squad it's not always funny like sometimes it is just kind of like dark like fucking send you in and you're all gonna die kind of thing yeah and we don't care about you if you're so, caught we'll kill you those examples we gave where it's like, oh, they're not super funny, though. But he could just do whatever he wants with them, because that's what James Gunn does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, the the same people who seem to be, like, really mad about this movie for whatever reason are like, ah, uh, they shouldn't do that. I don't like him. Um, but I think good. that'd be good, because it would be bad. another good movie. If he did that, it would be probably another one of their better movies. I think so. Give him more credibility because DC sucks. Yeah. Um, oh, we'll just wait till DC's bought by Marvel and Kevin Feige has control over both Marvel and DC. I mean, they they're making moves. Aquaman two, which I don't I don't like Aquaman very much. I'm just gonna say it. I think Jason Momoa. I thought the movie was better than I expected, and I enjoy it because it's kind of like sometimes I think I'm crazy because it's just a bad movie. What was why did why did so many people like it? How did it make a billion? It's the only one to break a billion. I don't know how it made a billion because he's so charismatic. Is Momoa maybe? But, but I, they're doing that one. They've they've thrown Zack Snyder to the curb. Good guy that he is again. No, I got no will will to him. No, I hate I him. Want to see the nightmare? I don't. We live in a society, Jack. All right, don't clip. And your, so does right, Joker. Easy. You're gonna clip out the fucking audio. Oh, am I? Yes, I can look at. I'm looking at the audio. I'm a little passionate about society, Jack. Yeah, you would be, you fucking sheep. Oh, goodness. If I because could... I want to see Joker talking about society. I don't. I and, don't and want that. Yeah. Because people are going to have dumb opinions. He had all those police badges on his vest. That was cool. Wasn't that cool and interesting and, and, and worth doing? <laughs> huh? And Mira, she calls him a bastard or whatever. Who's a bastard? I don't know. Superman? She wants to kill Superman. Mira does. She couldn't. No one could. No. She kills yeah, Arthur. Maybe she had help. Maybe they, if they all ganged up on him. Mm-mm. You know, cause no, because they did that injustice league. Yeah, remember that time? She, that's my favorite scene in the movie when he kicks the shit out of all of them. He like it's just so they don't. Doesn't need any of them. It's just Superman. All right. Well, I guess all good. I'm saying is I don't see. Uh, although that Flash movie should be cool. Actually, I am excited for that. I don't care about that movie at all, dude. It's got no. Come on. Cause it's got. I know it's got Michael Keaton. I know he wants. I know he wants ben to get Affleck. nuts. Let's get no, nuts. But and Ben Affleck. I know. I'm aware who's in it. Like ben I'm... Affleck's the other, the second best part of the DCU. Also, well, um, for how flawed his writing is sometimes, um, Henry Cavill is good as Superman. No, I really agree. He's really good in that role. But it's a shame though. That movie's gonna be cool. All, all I'm saying is like I don't have a ton of faith for the DCU come, going forward, and they don't either. Warner Brothers has like 
abandoned ship. They're just like, we're starting over. Also, scrap, scrap the new gods. Scrap we're, the trench. Scrap the new gods. Scrap the trench. Are we still doing a Shazam sequel? Who knows? We're, we're doing Black Adam, though. That's we're doing Black Adam that for rep, some goddamn that reason. That rep filming recently. Insanity. How is that what they land on? They're like... Because the Rock, like the Rock walked in and went, I will be Black Adam. And they went, I don't know, Mr. Johnson. And then he just slammed his fist on the table and shattered it with his immense strength. And they were like, <gasps> They're like reverse 2008 Marvel. Because like early 2000s Marvel, they had lost all their film rights because they were destitute. And so they're like, fuck, what do we make? I guess we'll have to use Iron Man, a C character, essentially. Yeah. And then they did. And they and made him they the did, biggest character. And they did uh, Cap and, and everyone, of course, as we all know. And now they've worked to the point where they've bought them all back. They have them all. They've got they've got all like, like the stones in the gauntlet. They've got all the they've got the X Men back. They've got the Fantastic Four. They've got Spider Man. They've oh. got them all. The, the Daredevil's return to him. Punisher. Like there's there's not a film right that they not yet own. Except, and they wield except, it. Yeah, yeah, Hulk for some reason. But, the Universal still got Hulk for some reason. <laughs> but the point is, it's like they're it's like DC's the reverse of that. It's like they're like, should we start with like a Superman and Batman movies and stuff? Should should we get solo movies for all our making? Should we do a Green no. Lantern? And they're just like, I don't know, let's do like one Superman movie and then like the Batman movie that's actually like a Batman Superman movie that's like a sequel to Man of Steel, but it's got Batman. Actually, it's kind of like a proto-Justice League movie as well. And also have Wonder Woman show up for some fucking and reason. And then do Wonder Woman. let's do The Suicide Squad, which is not a popular DC property until this movie. Like, it's known now. Beforehand? It was not popular before that movie. It's it's a very strange choice to, for their third movie to be the Suicide Squad. And they're they're still not established enough clearly in the universe to be doing fucking Black Adam and the Trench movies. The Trench was probably a good choice. Yeah, a, I don't. What are they doing? They're flopping. So my my point is, it, they could not they could not go any longer by getting James Gunn to do another movie. Yeah, it regardless only of what it is, it only give them more street cred. Regardless of what he do, he just seems good. I don't know. I'm not just gonna say he's infallible, but he's better than I what they imagine, got. Especially for something like this, I think. I think when it comes to just making pretty good superhero popcorn icon movies, he's got I, it. I think he is mostly infallible at that. Actually, I'll just say it. I have to agree. So, so I think with that, we'll probably wrap up the episode for today. Um, for uh, something for only one movie to talk about, we scram we crammed an hour and a half into it, um, which is. About as much we do when we cram like three things into an episode. Uh, just a quick side note: we have started to re- read Wheel of Time for anyone who's read that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll t- I don't know when we're going to talk about it. I reckon probably November. Yeah, I as we get closer. Honestly, there's a lot probably because there's so much stuff yeah, smushed no... in. We don't want to like we don't want to lose it. Like I feel like if we do the book and then the show comes out, we'll have like our thoughts would be kind of yeah. fresher. So it's probably when we'll do it. Probably once. Yeah. Probably once do... there's like promotional more promotional material and probably trailers and stuff and we've read it like two or three of the books i think it would make sense to like the episode or two before that the show's going to premiere we'll do it we'll because i think i think it. well actually it depends it might i don't know when the where the eternals will fall in when the show because like the eternals and hawkeye fall in november and i hope the wheel of time falls between the two so we can do like an episode about the book and then we do the eternals and then we do wheel of time starting but you know again we don't know anything but we'll figure it out. We got what if starting Bad Batch is ending though, so we're gonna have some free time. Maybe we'll talk about the Dark Tower. Zach finishes reading it. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good ahead of ourselves. A big one we could do because um, Star Wars Vision comes out in September, 
I did. I do want to watch, if nothing else, the the oh yes. Gendy Tartakovsky Star, Star Wars, Wars Clone Wars show, which is like the closest thing to a Star Wars anime that we have so far. So I think it'd be appropriate to do, and I think it's just good and interesting. So I've seen, what I've seen. I agree. Um, okay, so I guess we'll call it there. Um, as always, you can email us and find us at Twitter at AkatechJazz. It's AkatechJaz at gmail.com for our email. And then the Twitter is just the AkatechJazz. As always, our episodes are on Spotify, Podbean, um, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Google Play. Not Google Play, that's the store. Google Podcasts and uh, Amazon slash Audible. And we're trying to get Pandora and we're trying to get Apple Podcasts. It's driving me up a wall. I don't don't know what to do. I'm about to go insane. Uh, I'll cry next episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, as always, our logo was done by um, our friend of the show, Trevor Gonzalez. Find him, as always, at inkocean.jpg, at Instagram, and probably at Redbubble. Buy his merch or don't. Look at his pictures, like his posts. Give him support. No, he needs it. Artists need money. They pick bad choices. (laughs) Not good on We like him. He's a good friend of ours. If there were no artists, we'd have no logo. So... He's good for at least one thing. <laughs> maybe art is valid. Eh, probably maybe. not. I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's not good crazy. Good thing nobody listens or else we'd get in trouble. Um, but yeah, email us if you like the show. Tell your friends. Tweet at us your, how wrong we are and how problematic two white men are. You know, do what you want. Uh, pr- quite. Put us on TikTok and give us a lot of uh, tra- traffic. That'd be fine. That'd be fun. Put our, put our w- bad takes. If you... A random listener who I'm assuming is part of the the air cut Snyder cut people, um, the, those those absolutely delightful promoter show, yeah. Um, if you have stumbled upon this and find our opinions incredulous and unbelievable, then you should definitely share it with all your multiple um, communities and and subreddits and and fortune boards of people who with the logo and the link. Yeah, yeah. So the just so they can also see how wrong and, and oh, God, God, gosh darn stupid we are. Oh, what will we ever do if that happened? Yeah. All right. As always, we wrote it. We produced it. We built all the sets. Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. See ya.